This is the I Don't Like Monday show. I am Davide Donato. And I'm Liz Gallant. And today we're going to dive into songs that have deeper meanings. Today we're going to be talking about a big popular song from Bob Dylan. If anyone's heard it, it was a protest song from 1975. It's called Hurricane. It's based on a true story, obviously, because it shows about true story songs, but about the boxer Reuben Hurricane Carter. And if anyone knows, this man was arrested back in the 50s. No, I'm wrong. In the 19, 1966, he was arrested quite simply because he was black. All right? Cops saw him and they heard there was a robbery. Okay. There was a robbery at the bar where he was. And they figured, oh, it's got to be him. So he got arrested. And long story short, he spent a decent amount of time in prison. He wrote a book while in prison. He became popular. He ended up getting out because he fought it and they found out that he was innocent. He ended up moving to Toronto. He spent the remainder of his years in Toronto. How long was he imprisoned for? He was in, tr- in prison for a triple murder, by the way. So. Oh my God. Yeah, because it wasn't just one person who died in this robbery where he was accused of. It looks like he got out in 1985. Oh my gosh, he and he was imprisoned in, 19- in 1966, you said? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's almost oh 20 gosh. years. That, no, that's over 20 years. No, wait, what What did you, year did you say he 1966 to 1985. So, yeah, so almost 20, 20 years in jail. 21 years? No, it's, it's almost oh. 20, I think. Okay, I don't know math. We're bad at math. But don't mind us. This is not a math show. This is a true crime podcast. So if you're here for math... Get out of here. But aside from that... Yeah, so that's pretty much uh, a short story of what happened specifically. But then the song from Bob Dylan, I'm sure you already know this, but it is based off of quite literally that story. But it's almost done in a, I want to say a funny way because it's quite literally just a retelling of the police report, but just done in a, like there are actual quotes featured in the song. The song's about seven minutes long, by the way. Yeah, it's a long song. On the album version, it's 8 minutes and 33 seconds. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty decently long. And so, I have a question about... Sure. Um, so, when he was... When he got out of prison, when they figured out he was, like, wrongfully accused, did they ever actually find the the person who did it? Like, the actual person who murdered those three people? So, I'm looking further. In 1976, he tried to get out and what happened was they didn't let him because they thought that he was lying right so he went for an appeal but it didn't go through so then it took all the way till 1985 and then when he finally got out then he went uh once he got emancipated he went to toronto Mm -hmm. and he lived his remaining years in toronto and he also helped fight for people who were wrongly wrongly accused of crimes Oh, wow, that's awesome. And he, yeah, he did that all the way to the day of his death. Quite literally, on the day he died, I believe, or it was the same year, same month, he put out a letter um, on the, I want to say, like, the Toronto Sun or something, asking for somebody's innocence. That's, that's great, though, that he's using that, like, awful experience that he went through to mm-hmm. try to help others who 
might be going through the same thing trying to get them out of that. I think that's amazing. For those of you who don't know how the song goes, Davide, would you like to join me in the singing of a couple lyrics from this song to try all to right, refresh people's right. memories? Three, two, one. Here, Here comes the story of the hurricane. The, the man the authorities came to blame. So we're going to end it right, right there. I hope you enjoyed that beautiful... If you want to listen to it, listen to it on any like streaming platform it's on. Just... Yep. To refresh your memory if you want. Maybe I'll release a cover of it. Who knows? Maybe. Anywho, let's take a look into some of the lyrics. All right. What do you got? Put in a prison cell, but one time he could have been the champion of the world. Yeah, so he was a boxer in case we kind of forgot to mention it. Let me go read you his boxing stats. He was a pretty decent boxer, all right? And this was right in the height of his career, right? Which when is he became so popular. sad. And then mm -hmm. he was just in prison for 20 years. Yeah. So he had 40 fights, okay? 27 wins, 19 by knockout. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. This guy was good. So some other lyrics are three bodies lying there. The three bodies that he was yeah. accused of killing. So um, th this song is pretty... It's, it's interesting because usually when there's a song like the other songs that we have done before, like... The previous episode, I Don't Like Mondays, it doesn't give you into specifics of the actual crime. We had to Google it ourselves and find out. Yeah, it's not as clear in the other songs that it's actually this written is, about a crime, but this one, the whole story. This is an actual police report with quotes and stuff like that. Like, the part where, um, if anyone listened to it now, they might get offended, be like, oh, it's a bad song, because he does say the N-word in it, okay? Yeah. Now, the thing is, it was a quote. Yeah, it was a quote. It was a quote, and I he didn't not saying say, that it's he okay. Didn't say, yeah, he didn't say it in a bad way though, right? So if and I'm not saying it's good. You can say the N word, but before people go and say, "Ah, oh, Bob Dylan's a horrible person," he took a quote, and it was also a quote of just simply it was being said. It wasn't saying, "Ah, oh, this person's horrible because they're whatever." You know? Well, no, and, and this was also 1966. And when I was this gonna say from. this song is was probably like a big deal when it came out in like what it, what year did it come out 1975 it 1975 came out. because so it wouldn't have been the biggest deal to say the n-word in the in, in well, the first no place. no i'm not saying i'm not saying just the n-word i'm just saying the whole story of him like openly talking about the story and about how he was wrongfully accused and how it was wrong and like he's this is not a bad song this is a song that's talking about how racism is obviously terrible and how nobody should be wrongfully accused like this is i don't know like i feel like that was probably a big song like to come out oh and apparently bob dylan was to forced to, right? to re-record yeah with altered lyrics i think it was that the thing that he had to change was having robbed the bodies he said alfred bellow and arthur dexter bradley which were the two star witnesses of the case as having robbed the bodies which could have resulted in a lawsuit because I don't think that was correct. In verse 9, the ninth verse, while Arthur Dexter Bradley's still in the robbery game and the cops are putting the screws to him looking for somebody to blame. Mm. I, I don't know if they actually changed it. I think he almost had to because they mention Arthur Dexter Bradley a lot in this song and it doesn't seem to be in the best of light. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of tricky as an... It would be tricky as an artist to put out a song about an actor.
actual true case and you're actually telling everything like word for word almost like because that that's tricky i feel like you'd really be avoiding trying to avoid a lot of lawsuits um if you say the wrong thing slightly but let's be honest though i don't think bob dylan really cared the no. guy was a revolutionary who all he did was make protest songs and get on people's nerves it mentions that stuff so it was probably hey you might get in trouble for that yeah but even if he did he probably just continued and got in trouble oh well because he wanted that in his song and i feel like he's also famous enough to have like that kind of stuff isn't gonna break his career by 1975 yeah he was popular yeah he was very popular that wouldn't so yeah, yeah. That, that was that was no problem uh, but the song, though, has been used multiple other times throughout history. For example, in 2020, during a parody of the impeachment of Trump in a Showtime TV show called Our Cartoon President. But yeah, so this song uh, has made its rounds, obviously. And this song, though, did help people realize his innocence and get a larger... I guess, audience of people realizing what happened because before, if anyone read, they're like, oh, someone got got arrested, you know? Yeah. Reuben Carter, you know, I used to like him, but he got arrested for murder. Since Bob Dylan made a song about it, people started listening and then he had a voice. He made a book when he was in prison and then he eventually was able to get himself out in 1985 after years, about 20 years of hard work to get himself out of prison and then he spent his entire life afterward fighting for other people's freedom. Which is amazing. amazing. It's amazing. In Toronto as well. Because he, he found out, he realized he was more accepted in, in Canada than he was in, in America. Mm. In America, it was still um, bad. Racism was still very bad. And he found in Canada, he was more accepted. Kind of funny, all right? Right after me saying this, um, it was better in Canada. Uh, he was arrested again. He was? Not arrested again, but he was stopped. For what? In 1996, Reuben Carter was 59 years old at this point. Oh my God. So he was arrested and taken to the police, to the, the station, um, because the police mistakenly identified him as a suspect in his 30s, believed to have sold drugs to an undercover officer. Oh no. But then uh, they released him right away the second they realized who he was. They're like, oh shit. Okay, that's but good. The irony is, though, they probably realize because it's not like, oh shit, that's just an actor or something. You know, it's, oh shit, it's a boxer. No, they're like, oh fuck, this guy is known for yeah, getting falsely wrongfully accused. Because he's here black. we go again. They're like, we just look great. Kind of funny, especially because he said that he preferred Canada because well, it was safer. Also, he but, might prefer Canada because he might still be known as someone who was like murdered three people or like was wrongfully accused. And that he might still obviously be getting hate from people there, especially if it was like a known case since the song. I, so I maybe he imagine, wanted to escape. A I little. do imagine in America, his reputation was probably soiled at that point. And yeah. maybe in Canada, he might have been, might not have been as known. Coming up right now, we have an interview and we're going to dive further into the song and the background about writing a song about a real crime.
All right, so today I am joined with Nolan, a music production student, and he's going to give us some more information on the song itself. Hi, everybody. All right, to start it off, as we know, Hurricane is already based on a true story about the boxer Reuben Carter. Now, how does this song specifically, was it done to portray the song or is it just to the message or was it more for the fact of for a fun song and that was just the story yeah so um there are a couple clues in the song that tell us what the motivation was behind writing it and the thing that kind of jumps out to me first is that the majority of the song is two chords the chorus there's there's a couple more but um you know the the changes that, that musically the song's uh relatively simple and there's also quite a few lyrics that kind of maybe don't fit as well as they could have and again, that, that's the, these two things kind of lead us to uh, assume that the message was the most important thing compared to, you know, the musicality of the song. And it makes sense that the song's kind of more of a, it's it telling a story just because it was, it was co-written by Jacques Levy, who was a uh, music composer and theater director. And, you know, if you listen to the song, it's, it, it is a story. It's like listening to a, you know, musical. So it, w- it was more for the story. And you also mentioned earlier to me that it's more like a protest, not like a history of the crime, correct? Yeah, so some of these songs will either be, you know, a retelling of the story just to, to, to get it out there. But uh, Dylan's song more focuses on the injustices of the justice system and the, um, you know, systematic problems with it. And so the song is a protest song using Hurricane Carter's story as a means to criticize the the, the justice system. So yeah, it, it is a protest song and, uh, you know, that's very suiting for the era. We see, you know, in, in the uh, early 70s, bands like uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young had a bunch of songs about um, particularly protesting the Vietnam War and then sort of runoffs of that, like the um, Ohio State uh, shooting. And uh, so it's a very, it's not surprising for uh, that era. All right. Well, well, thank you very much for the uh, the opportunity to interview you and uh, get a better insight on the song itself. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Once again, thank you for listening to the I Don't Like Monday show. I am Davide Donato. And I'm Liz Gallant. Be sure to follow us on our social media and follow us on whatever streaming platform you're listening to on. So tell me why. I don't like Mondays.